Welcome to Cardboard Conjecture. We're a podcast about board games where we have opinions and conclusions formed on the basis of incomplete information. This episode is brought to you by the great people at Gamesurplus.com, where you can find the current hits, the classics, and the hard-to-find titles. Let Carmen and Elaine find your games and receive free shipping for all contiguous U.S. shipping orders over $120. Remember, Gamesurplus.com. Great people, great selection, and great prices. And in Canada, amazing stories in Saskatoon. If you're in the Saskatoon area, come by the store for Friday night board games, play and receive 20% off the purchase of any board games in the store. Amazing Stories Comics is the winner of the Joe Schuster Award for Best Comic Retailer in Canada and nominated in 2016 for the U.S. Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award presented at Comic-Con. Hey there, welcome to Cardboard Conjecture. I'm your host, Norm. I'm Ryan. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about Clank in Space. And I'll be talking about Whistle Stop. Woo woo. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, but that was a good one. What is a cardboard cohort? Well, cardboard cohorts are board gamers banded together who support and inspire one another and become colleagues and friends in the board gaming community. And with that being said, we would like to support the good, the bored, and the ugly. They have a podcast on iTunes, and they record weekly live stream YouTube content. So please check them out. Welcome back. Okay, it's been a little bit of a hiatus. That oh uh, my, oh my goodness. <laughs> could, there was, could, could uh, we, was okay. So we had we had the power outage. Yeah, we had we yeah. had the power then, outage a couple of weeks ago, which kind of just delayed everything. Yeah, and <laughs> and then and then, la- and then last week I had the big I had the big major sickness where I couldn't I the, developed like some laryngitis there for a while where I couldn't like barely could talk I could <laughs> could barely do anything without hacking up a lung. Yeah, all of these <laughs> obstacles, and then it's like finally okay, we started tonight, and in my head I'm thinking, ah, and then I, the week I, before- I haven't done this yeah. in a while. Yeah, the week the the week before the power outage, it was the it was the uh, Easter break. Yeah. So yeah, so we so I I, I was at I was out of town and you were a lot busy of family with commitments. family yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so it's just like, okay, like <laughs> we got we got to get into this. We got to do this. I'm fired up. And you know what? In in a sort of way, we're 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 being so polite that we're kind of saying sorry. Aren't we? Did very sorry. <laughs> I've played games. I want to talk about them. <laughs> we're so sorry that we haven't gotten to uh, get to the mic and talk about games, but we've been we've been selfish and we've been playing games. So we apologize. We we have to we have to. Yeah, that was very we, impolite of us. We we've got we've got a nice we've got a nice backlog. We I, we got a nice little catalog that we're going to be talking about for like the next few episodes. Oh now. yeah, we've got some we've got material now. So L and speaking of that, um, uh, let's not uh, let's not tread too uh, let's not tread too lately here. Let's get to some. Tell me what you've been uh, what you've been playing lately. Just okay, give me the dry. Yeah, yeah, I'm going okay, to the, the flash. Okay, we're, I'm going to I'm going to paste paste pace it now for the next few episodes <laughs> um just just very quickly uh i'm gonna i'm gonna tell uh, i've been getting lots of the uh the new lord of the rings journeys in middle earth um, it's been getting it's been getting played at my place i've been doing it uh i've been doing it solo so solo with uh I'm, and i'm controlling three characters kind of like that 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 balance. I've heard people say, "Oh, two with two players, it's kind of a little a little bit easy." But four players, it's kind of, "Oh my goodness, you're getting overrun by orcs and the bad guys pretty fast." So I thought, "Okay, I'll try I'll try the medium road. I'll try three player, and it's it's been going pretty good for me so far. I've only lost one scenario so far. The, the uh, I've got that game as well, and I think this is a perfect time for us to do a. Uh, a combined review like i'll i'm definitely gonna put some solo time into it and we should uh because the app well, there's so much to talk about with that game so much I know. to talk about so so let's 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 say let's save a full-blown review for absolutely other than i'm digging it um 
I have thoughts, but I'll save them for like an official like review. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the, I think both of us got the nice big player mat. Yeah. Oh, that thing is beautiful. I, I've, I've turned thank it you, into. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> thank you, Jeff. <laughs> uh, I think that's just going to come out at any game night. I'm just going to put it on the table. Just I'm going to set up any game on it. It's just so gorgeous to look at. Yeah. Yeah. That's my first. Uh... I feel like such a such a noob with player mats. That's my first neoprene mat, <laughs> and I have a wardrobe. Like... I think you have a wardrobe of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I saw like the 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 cool way to, to store them is just buy a bunch of like those pants those pants hangers. Yes, and you just kind of you just kind of clip the pants hangers on them and you put them in the put them in the closet and you can just kind of just like, oh, what 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 outfit am I going to wear tonight <laughs> on the table? <laughs> oh. But yes, I'm so, I'm so embarrassed and proud at the same time. <laughs> Journey to Middle Earth. Uh, I've been enjoying it. Uh, it's I, I'm I'm at a point now. Um, I, I just I just listened to the to, to the boards live guys. Um, they just did an it's date night episode where um, mm-hmm. Aaron and Lindsay were talking about their experience, and I'm at kind of like the same point in my campaign as they are, where now, um. I if I if I lose I lose the entire campaign and I have to start over. Um, type type it, deal. Spoiler. Is this spoiler the part where you game. go dun dun dun? So uh so so up until now, if you lost a scenario, it it didn't matter. It just kind of changed how your 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 story path would would go in inside the game. But now it's at the point where it's like yeah okay now you're flushing you, it. If, if you fail, you fail hard. Uh, go, go back, go back, and have to redo like the whole thing. So, ah, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really, it's been really neat. Um, I've only had a few experiences with like these app based, um, games before. Um, I play with the, uh, I've played uh, star Wars Imperial assault. Yeah. With, with the app and it's kind of similar, much different in, in, in a sense. Uh, I have no experience with the ma- mansions of madness. Um, I don't, I don't own mansions of madness, but I've heard it's mm-hmm. very similar to that, to that experience. Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. Cool. I've been, I've been digging it. Well, I mean, I said, I, I bought the game too, but another game came to me that took over its time and that's leaving earth. The, uh, you've been talking about this one lots. Oh, this is delicious. Um, it's about the space race from uh, nineteen around like nineteen fifty six to nineteen seventy two, and uh, the the art reflects that whole kind of time period. It's uh, the game is so great. Um, you, it's all about logistics and planning and uh, setting out your objectives. The, I mean, it's I would say it's rather than a game, it's more of a simulation where you're trying to work work the math out according to the game the given objectives that you have in the game so like you you obviously set up the uh, the board which is interesting because it's not a board it's a set of cards that you lay out as a map um, and it functions so well um, for its purpose which is to guide you through this you know to direct your your uh, um, spaceships through the solar system and I mean it, it's such a clever abstraction of um, how to map out the solar system with these, I think it's like the uh, uh, 15 cards, and it go, gets you all the way out to uh, about Mars, right? It's not the entire solar system because I had to go and get the expansion, which is outer planets. <laughs> so now I have, and there's still one more expansion I have to get, but um, but now I have the entire solar system. But I've only played on the for the core, the base set, like the, the core game, and um, you set this up, you deal out yourself, uh, in determine in uh, determining you know um, uh, easy medium and hard missions and and what level you want to start at um, and each of these has a unique uh, objective to the mission either either to you know map out or to land somebody or to bring a sample back or to you know uh, have a human being go out to space and survive certain conditions, uh, either orbiting or actually going to a planet and coming back and returning home. Um, yeah, it, um, I, I thought we were keeping these quick. I know, <laughs> I, I know, 
I'm just trying. I'm trying to get the scope of this because the you, you you had me at math. Math. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing is is as you're working out, and I think that's why I got too deep into discussing this. Is that's how deep and heady this game can be because you just sit back and go, all right, I know I can group up and I can map out in my head what I how I can connect all these things together to make the points to succeed at the game. Now I have to math out all of the science and all of the Oh, it is just, yeah, it's something. It's basically um, cool enough to keep me away from the Lord of the Rings game. <laughs> Which is, like, fantastic. I and, need that, that. and that blew the back of my head off, like, the first couple times that I played it. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I know if I if I showed yeah, you... You had, you had me at this where you're talking about it, and, like, you have, like, <laughs> these, like physics charts and you have to like calculate your rocket fuel that you need to use in order to get the, to get the right trajectory to get the nice, the speed and the velocity and you're throwing all these turns. And I'm just like, I got like foam and drool coming out of my mouth at the same time. I was like, oh, I need to try this. Yeah, my wife said, if I have to use a calculator, is it really a game? <laughs> Isn't it taxes or homework? It's like, what? No. So yeah, that's, I mean, we could, uh, from the time that we've not been on microphone, I've been playing a, a you know, a ton of games, but uh, I don't want to get this into a, uh, what, what have you binged on? Um, yeah. We, we can do some reviews. Yeah. So um, yeah, let's get to some, let's get to some we just know, gonna, opinions just and conclusions. Based on incomplete information. Absolutely. Um, you know what? The honor goes to you to start, Mr. Rao. Ooh, beauty before age. Ooh. <laughs> Are we talking like mature age or just chronological age? I have no idea because I'm pretty sure we're both in grade school at this point. Because in my head, I'm thinking neener neener right now. All right, let's get into our opinions and conclusions and our reviews and uh based on know, incomplete information based on absolutely incomplete information we are professional educators though so how much of that is sarcasm and how much of that is the truth uh, uh, on the best of days it's column a and column b yeah a little blending of both <laughs> all right so um uh, I'm going to uh, I'm I'm going to take us on a trip in space with some uh, some deck building. So we've got. Uh, oh yeah, I love me. I I I I've been into the deck building genre uh, lately. If if you haven't, if you've been around me, I think because we've been playing uh, Tyrants of the Underdark. I oh, that's just right. Finally found a copy of that, and I just acquired a copy of Thunderstone Quest. So deck builders are my jam lately, Ooh. apparently. And. Um, and you know what? I feel like I've I've broken a rule here because I have not played Dominion, but I love deck builders. So oh yeah, the kids were play, you said the kids were playing Legendary at uh, lunchtime today. Yeah. So let's um let's get into some Clank here. So Clank in Space came out in 2017. So relatively new. Um, I mean, okay, well, it was not even a year old or a year old, but still in this <laughs> in this uh uh we're probably new, we're. We're probably closer to the two-year mark now. Okay, sure. And and in dog years. Um, so this one uh, designed by Paul um, Denon. Denon. I'm not too sure how to pronounce that. Uh, several artists across the board because the artwork is 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 fun is awesome and funny um, at the same time. And um, it is published by Renegade Games. And the unique mechanism I'm going to talk about is a very unique perspective of that part of our of our opinions and conclusions. And, and it'll make more sense when I get to that part. But here we go. Clank in Space, a deck-building adventure. The evil Lord Eraticus has all but conquered the galaxy, kind of Thanos style. Um, <laughs> and is now on a victory lap across the sector in his flagship, Eraticus Prime. He may rule with an iron grip, but his most prized artifacts are about to slip through his cyborg claws. You and your fellow thieves have challenged each other to sneak aboard a ship, hack your way into his command module, and steal from him. Along the way, you'll recruit allies and snap up extra loot. Uh, one false step and clank. Careless noise draws the attention of Lord Eraticus. Hacking into his command module and sealing his artifacts increases his rage. You'd better hope your friends are louder than you are if you want to uh, make it in an escape pod and get out alive. 
<laughs> which sounds easy, but holy moly, once that uh, TikTok clock starts to go, it's a race for those pods, man. Oh, yeah. So, I, like, I have no experience with – I've got lots of experience with Clank yep. and uh, the, the, the various expansions that he has, um, but I have not – I have not played Clank in space. You've not – oh, well, we got to fix that. We totally like, got to fix that. This this had just a an eerie moment of Friday night games. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Nor- Go ahead. Norm, you haven't played Azul? Norm, you haven't played Azul? Norm, yeah. you haven't played Azul before? Hey, guys, I'm going to play Starships. I've never played it before. What? You've never you played yeah. space, space. space Space. Space Space. That's it. <laughs> you haven't oh, played man. Space Space? It was like everybody was on the same script. It was... Uh, <laughs> it was- it was ridiculous. So yeah, so you, you can you can throw it back at me. I haven't played Clank in space. You haven't played Clank in space? Okay, there we go. All right. That does feel good, doesn't it? A little bit there. I, I kind of like that. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, the mechanisms, it's a deck builder. I, I, I As far as deck building goes, um, it's, yeah, draw five cards. Uh, you're either playing, like, yeah, in this case, you're playing either, like, movement, uh, uh, fighting strength, or purchasing power whatever you want to call it that's your typical you know deck building scenario um but in this case uh what i like differently from the other deck builders is how how beautifully it integrates with the theme and i mean even with mm-hmm. the dungeon diver um clank the instead of rolling dice or instead of you know your traditional way to to move people around and to and to, and to actuate action um, the deck building mechanism just works wonderfully in this, at least from my experience, right? Um, how to win this game in the, in the overview, it kind of explains it. You, you basically get onto a ship. Um, you now the difference between, from what I understand with my research, the difference between, um, the first clank and clank in space is that they had an opportunity to, um, I, I would say slow down the dine and dash. Um, players that that in in the dungeon diving clank would go get that first artifact and get out of there as fast as they could and it would be just this short race uh clank and space um changed that in regards to there are three modules that that uh the tiles flip around so there's a cool variability like a medic center uh i mean your typical ship areas right um and uh you have to put a hack cube in two of the three modules in order to open up the uh, command deck where you can get to the artifacts. So just that, because I've played both versions and I think just that um, is enough to slow you down to go, I go, how can I think of a deeper strategy? Now we're, now we're all in it for not that short sprint, but kind of not, and not a marathon either because you want a marathon you're not going to make it to an escape pod and pff, you're done right you mm-hmm. so um yeah i mean that's your typical mechanisms you're playing you're moving you're grabbing stuff you're pulling levers you're pushing buttons um and it kind of turns into a race at a certain point fighting bad guys along the way yeah yeah, buying cool stuff, trying to synergistically connect your deck so that it works at an optimum level, um, trying to shed some cards, you know, to thin your deck so you're running lean and mean. Um, I mean, there's, as far as deck builders go, I've, I've played it enough times to explore different deck building approaches. Like I said, that lean and mean or that, you know, thunderous uh, uh, strength, but, you know, slow, you know, plodding mm-hmm. along for movement kind of thing yeah um so i uh, yeah that's the nuts and bolts of it I, I i mean as far as as far as to say that it's this completely genius way to no i mean i think for me the cool thing was how how the mechanism lent itself and uh like a nice spice to a meal it all of a sudden made this idea of oh cool you know this whole dine and dash thing is is interesting yeah. now. So 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 from what I've picked up, um, the real big differences between this uh, clanking space and the original clank, um, they found a way to slow down the dine and dash. Yeah. So grab grab an artifact and get out as fast as you can, which I don't think I've ever seen pulled off uh, effectively once. But uh, it is <laughs> that has that element. Um, yeah. 
modular boards you mentioned? Absolutely. It's not your typical traditional open up flat board with seams. It's modular components. I mean, you have your standard, um, you know, trackers, scorer, health, but there are three um, kind of the body of the game uh, has three modules that interchange and with the expansions, you can put different modules in. Mm. And, uh, but at the same, you know, the same market that, and again, the, uh, I, I guess the, the, the style of, of the first clank and the style of this clank, they're both have the same sarcastic and parodied artwork and characters this time anything that's sci-fi is going to be parodied in in the cards and artwork but i could we'll talk about that in the components part um well you know what speaking of that i mean and how do you win with this it's like i said your typical you know uh, um euro game victory points right Vic, Vic, victory points if you get off that ship I, sorry if you get to the cargo bay alive you can score your points if you get off the ship in a pod you get a bonus 20 points so that's your typical you right. know so, so that was that was the same in the original clank yeah. if you got if you got out of the if you got right out of the dungeon and out of the castle you got your above ground your, your, yeah your bunch of 20 points if you just get above ground you're allowed to score your points yeah okay cool okay. um uh so let's get into some uh some some good old opinions um my two bits uh so outside in box art it is uh comical it's i mean it's very similar in regards to uh the the graphic design layout that the clank logo is very much clank logo and and i believe um underneath it has that in space and I mean, we could go on. My first trigger too is anytime I hear the in space, I'm all about the Muppets and pigs <laughs> in, in space. space. And that's, you know, maybe they couldn't get the IP license, but I would have loved to see some, or maybe I didn't Muppets, like the, the, the pigs in space Muppets. That would have been hilarious on those cards. Um, <laughs> or I could be blind. They could be there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's very comical, very cartoony. Um, uh, you know nothing nothing um that is offensive uh i would say uh very approachable very funny like like i mean on your clank regular dungeon diver it's comical oh, yeah. cartoony yeah, yeah they got the cartoony goofy yeah. the in indiana jones references and <laughs> <laughs> well let's get to that the components the cards uh the I mean, card quality is great. the The components are great. The cubes, everything's great. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause. Did they, did they do a better job uh, on the card quality in Clank and Space? Because the card quality in original Clank was atrocious. That I had to sleeve my cards. Well, okay. Disclaimer for anybody, for those two people that are listening, um, you would sleeve probably the most expensive card just because all your cards are sleeved. <laughs> this was one game that I I had noticed. Uh, that the card quality in in the original clank, the card quality was not there for me. As it, the, the 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 cards were very paper thin to me. They 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 folded very easily. They bent very easily. Well, I, these... I had to put I had to put them in sleeves just for that 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 purpose. That just didn't. Maybe I'm a card snob. I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe I need maybe I need that linen finish. Maybe I need that little thicker card stock but i just thought that the original clank had maybe that's my prerogative i might be the only person in the world that might think that but no no <laughs> I, I think it too because you just said what i'm thinking you're a card snob you just said it <laughs> um as for me it works it's good it's perfect um uh not that are, I'm are, are your are your cards sleeved uh no Oh, <laughs> no, these ones aren't. No. But I mean, it, until until it gets like you know some wear wear and tear on it. Because I mean, I've I've played games where it's like, oh, okay, we've we've pretty much gotten down to the core of the paper product of this card. <laughs> um, but uh, no, for me, it's it's not that I'm frugal, but it's like uh, I don't need an expensive card to up the value or the price point of this game. Um, for what I paid for the game, I was very happy with the choices that they made on the components. Now, if there's certain games that I really like and they get the deluxe version, then yeah, I mean, I, I would prefer you know metal coins over plastic. I would prefer, but I'm I was very happy with with what I paid for what I got. Absolutely happy. Cool. Um, the <laughs> the 
uh, the, now, okay, speaking of the cards, the art on the cards, oh man, I'm even now I keep giggling every time I see certain cards and, um, and, uh, yeah, I think sometimes it's a game with the people that are playing. If they get the joke of the card and you got to explain, oh no, that's, you remember the movie fifth element? Yeah. That's a, you know, one of the characters from that movie. Um, yeah, you got to play this game because the uh, you'll get a giggle out of all the Star Trek parody cards and the Star Wars and the Doctor Who and I mean you you name the sci-fi thing and I think oh, there's a oh, I know uh, yeah I know like if I, I'm the guy who like if there's an in space version I'm usually quite drawn to it I'm very um, sad that I had already invested lots into the original Clank <laughs> and then all of a sudden they come up with Clank in space and I'm like. Oh, Maybe maybe you're gonna to allude to this. Is there is there room on my shelf for both clanks, or is it me just investing solely in just the clank? Is that just going to be just enough? And you own clank in space, and I'm gonna let you make that decision on your own. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the list, the listeners out there, the two listeners out there, really want to know: Is there room in the collection for both? And I hope you answer it. Oh, I will absolutely. Yeah, ask me that same question at the end of this. Um, the rule book's great. The readability is great. Learning curve. I mean, all that stuff is, is they, I mean, they did a good job in regards to, uh, communicating the intent of the rules, the intent of the game flow, all of that. I was really yeah, happy. And they, and they, they take into a consideration too, that they, they even explain the rules like of deck building. If you have not played a deck building, yeah, before, yeah. which, which is fantastic. Yeah. They're Don't good too. Yeah. They're, they're good for the, uh, you know, here's the. Here's the box for deeper understandings kind of thing. Um, game system style, deck building. Deck building, market, buy, move, right? The whole, I, I mean, I, I would be repeating myself if I went back into that, but it works. I like that. Um, the, now, here's the cool thing, the unique mechanism. I, I kinda, kind of uh, um, hinted at this in the opener. Um, if, uh, if you go and download Renegade Games app, the uh, they have a whole bunch of I think they have five of their games that they've got app uh, and not versions but from and only because I've used the Clank and Space one but um, kind of campaign assists now mm. uh, I I've uh, just because of necessity I've done a lot of solo gaming and uh, the unique mechanism I want to talk about is how their app with this game has given me um, such cool solo campaign experiences that uh um i mean i haven't seen any other app be able to uh assist me in that way i mean there are other apps like we mentioned lord of the rings that there's an app that does that that assists you through this but this one i think it's it's a nice little uh it's a nice little module digital module on the side and um what i'm what i'm noticing too is as i'm playing just the atmospheric music that is playing on the app as I'm playing um, just assists in me, you know, getting into the zone of this game. So um, kudos to Renegade Games with uh, developing this app. And uh, again, I think there's a, uh, there's a, uh, <laughs> I think there's um, access to have other people campaign. But like I said, I only know the solo part and it, it fed my brain well. So that's the kudos I want to send out to the unique mechanism was their app integration with the solo experience and campaign with this game. Um, and, and as we always conclude with our, these opinions, does it all connect? Absolutely. Yeah. Just like the, your, your regular dungeon diver that you have, you pretty much, I think you're the one who showed me this game. I, I, I showed you clank. Yeah. And yeah. So, and, and I taught you that whole system of clank and you were, you were, you were digging it. You said, Oh, I like, I kind of like this. It kind of takes that, that deck building aspect. It's not just a one V one deck builder. Like I, we, we played like some star realms. Yeah. And here realms add that and, whole and, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said, Oh, this says just takes that deck building. It adds a board. I didn't know about tyrants of the underdark at that time. I just thought, oh, this was the coolest thing. It's a deck builder, and you're playing on a board as well. This is this is awesome. And it was a blast. It was that's what made me think, hey, in space. I, you know, and then of course, always doing the research, and I came across that idea where they they created the modules to slow down the dine and dash. And uh, so yeah, we're yeah we're into conclusions now. So absolutely, 
Um, my conclusion for you on your question, there is always space on your shelf, my friend, for a game like this. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is, uh, you know, as far as... So, so, even if, so even if I own the original Clank and all the expansions for original Clank, there's still room on my shelf for Clank in space. I will... Uh, I will I will credit my wife on this perspective. Ooh. She had purchased some shoes, and I went, well, aren't those the <laughs> same shoes? And she went, well, those are brown, and those are black. No, they're different. It's like the old Simpsons episode. It's Malibu Stacy, but she's got a new hat. <laughs> no, no, it's not that shallow. <laughs> this one's brown, and the, this one's clank. And this is Clank in space. So there's, at least for me with the deck builders go, um, this is sitting on my top shelf. Um, Ooh, nice. It's, 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 it's kind of nudging, uh, nudging our superheroes deck builder a little bit out of the way. But um, I don't know, my, my daughter and I went to see uh, the, the last, uh, the end game. And uh, right away, she kind of went, daddy, that game's got to come out now. It's like, yeah legendary so, yeah we can I feel uh, i feel really bad i traded mine away a while ago and I, when, when the kids were playing it i was like i kind of miss this <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah god love the deck builder so i mean in conclusion this is yeah top shelf game for me deck builder um the uh i've got the expansion but i've yet to play the expansion and i and i like uh um the fact that they've made considerations out of the black um, sort of neutral, uh, uh, you know, uh, where you don't take damage cubes, right? The the basically okay. the just just the dud cubes that come out of the bag. Now you can apply this to uh, uh, about five or six different, uh, um, you know, expansion ideas. And uh, like I said, I think I'm going to, the first time that I go through this expansion, I'll probably give it a little bit of a, you know, update review because uh, it looks super intriguing. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm, I love this. I don't want to say I love this game because it gets overused, but um, this is a game that, how about this one? This is a game out of a large collection that find its way, finds its way to the table more often than not. That's a that's a, that's a good uh, I like I like that uh, that 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 merit scale and everything. If it if out of all the out of all the things that I see behind you, yeah, and, and this is one that just constantly appears, then that that's got to speak volumes yeah. about about its quality. That's sweet. That's that's kind of the theme to my family, isn't it? The loudest <laughs> one gets heard. <laughs> all right so enough with that long banter of me um uh i'm handing this uh i'm handing this one off to you my friend sweet so the the game that i chose for this time is a game that's been published back in 2017 so same year as uh clank and space came out um bezier games we love our bezier games oh. bezier games is uh is, is a recurring um publisher that kind of appears on the podcast area here every now and then yes maybe we should seek out some sponsorship <laughs> oh, and I, I mean let's not talk about how we use them in our classrooms either but yeah no bezier games we love the bezier yeah so then i so the one i chose is uh i don't know it's one that doesn't get talked about from bezier because bezier is usually really known for suburbia uh their werewolf lineup well yeah uh, cast, the castles of uh, mad king uh this one is called whistle stop and it's a train game, kinda, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. It's on the very lighter end of if, if you were gonna call it a train game. It's it's on the, it's on the family side. I I, I would more I would more put it. Um, uh, put up a busy games, uh, and the designer on this is a Scott Caputo, which we both love Scott Caputo for. I'm gonna try to do my best blue peg pink peg. Valushpa. Valushpa. Uh, so, so same thing. So it, this has got um, in the same vein. It's it's got tile laying in it. So I'll, I'll and I'll get and I'll get into that too. So let's go with, with the overview because if you read this overview, I think you would you might have thought you were getting yourself into a, a, a train game of, of, <laughs> of some sort. So here so here's what the, here's what they say here. While driving the Golden Spike in 1869, 
The first transcontinental railroad was completed in the United States, but this was only the beginning of a rapid expansion of railways that would crisscross the entire country. Starting from the East Coast, take control of a pioneer railroad company to build routes, pick up valuable cargo, and deliver needed goods to growing towns. Along the way, gain shares in other railroad companies and watch your reputation soar with each successful delivery. Then make the final push to complete long hauls to the booming towns of the West. When do you think you're getting into a train game? That's like that. a Great Western train game. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't own any Western games. No, you don't. No, <laughs> that's another. That's another. That's, another, story. That, that, that's another inter interesting story for another time. So what we're doing in uh, Whistle Stop here is the the goal of the game is obviously to to score victory points, and there's a there's a couple ways of, of doing that. Uh, collecting shares in railroad companies. Um, there's a at the end of the game, whoever owns the most shares in a particular company, I think there is five or six different companies, whoever owns the most shares in those companies is going to score 15 points, which in this game, that's that's big. 15 okay. points is big. So trying cool. to get, there, there's, there's no second place or third place. It's just straight up who owns the most shares in these companies gets 15 points. And then other ways to score points are to deliver goods to the what they refer to as the West Coast towns. Um, and the West Coast towns are worth big points if you're able to deliver the appropriate goods over them. At its heart, this is a pickup and deliver um, me mechanism game. So you'll be collecting goods, and if you can deliver the specified goods to those towns, you're going to score big points. 15, 20, 25 points at, 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 at those times. So what you're doing here, though, is you're going to be controlling multiple um, trains. On, on the board and you get a certain number of trains based on the player counts. Um, in a two player game, you got lots of trains to play with, but in a five player game, this plays up to five players. Holy moly. Uh, um, you have less and less trains to work with. And on your turn, what you're gonna do is at the beginning of your turn, you're going to collect um, coal. Coal is a really big resource in this game because that's what's going to power your trains forward. Um, so you can spend coal to move your train forward. And that, that's important because uh, it specifies in the rules that you can never end in a spot behind where you started. Um, you always have to either progress your train forward or at least end in the same column. What you're gonna see is that this board is gonna be made up of a whole bunch of hexes. And so you can eventually just end straight up and down from where your spot is or to the, uh, when you say, progressing forward they usually refer to the left because you're going from east to west yeah so when i project progress uh my train forward if there's a stop i have to stop at it and i'll collect the resource and it's a one-time thing that once that resource is collected it's gone for the game now at that at that particular stop so if somebody else stops there later on you're not going to get a resource Okay. If I have to progress my train forward, if I propel, uh, propel my train forward and there is no stop, it kind of is, leads me into a um, dead end track. What I have to do is I have a hand uh, of tiles in my hand and I will now place. The board is not populated. The, pro the board is not present. Yeah. We build the board as you're playing the game. So anytime that you have to progress forward and there's not a stop yet, I have to put down a tile until I have till I'm able to stop. Yeah, I like those board building kind of yeah. And what ends up happening here is actually when it, when you build the board, these tiles, like the train tracks on them, they're they're very crisscrossy. <laughs> what almost, is this? almost it's like throwing spaghetti on a table. <laughs> I know. Like, like if you, if you pay it, I I usually mention this in the same vein as um, playing Suro with yeah. the multiple paths and how they crisscross and how you can, oh, well, all of a sudden I'm looping around here and there. That's ex essentially exactly what you're doing with these tiles. You're going to build this crisscrossy thing. So on your turn, you can take up to up to four actions. So spend a coal, move your train, spend a coal, move your train, spend a coal, move your train. That could be it. Um, there's a special resource called whistles. Here's where the whistle stop thing comes in. Whistles are more powerful than coal for some odd reason. They progress you two spots instead of one spot. 
<laughs> and if you use a whistle, you can actually go backwards. You can end your turn backwards further to the right than when you began. So whistles can be used pretty strategically in, in that vein. Also on your turns, what you could be doing is um, using a stopping at a location. So there are certain tiles that are, they call them special locations. So there could be like a trading post where I can trade my goods that I've collected along the way. Or um, there is the coal mine, which just gets me more coal. Or there's the whistle factory, which just gets me more whistles. Cool. And there's also the, the town spaces where you can get the, um, the railroad shares. And what you have to do here is you stop here you have to spend certain goods in order to collect a share in that company if you do not have the required goods to buy a share in that company and you stop there you're actually going to lose points on, 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 on this track so you don't collect a share but rather you're going to lose points sometimes that's good to do sometimes you just like oh i just need to pass through this town just to get along my way and everything. Oh, I'll lose two points here just so that I can maybe meet, meet a bigger goal um, in the end. What else you can do on your turn is that there are some special tiles. They're, they're, they're set off the side. They're, there's a big collection of them, and you only randomly select, uh, I think, like five or six of them to be in the game. And they're just kind of there that you can spend your resources to kind of give you a special power cool. for your turn. So it's like, hey, spend a coal to get two coal. Or it's um, every time that you take this certain action, hey, you get a whistle or something along those lines. The cool thing about those are, is that once I've purchased a special power, it's not necessarily mine for the rest of the game. Another player can purchase that special tile from me. Oh. So what they have to do is they have to still pay the cost of the tile, but they also have to give me something in return. Um, I was mentioning the goods before. There's six different types of goods that you can collect in this game three are very very common and three are very rare you have to give a player one of those rare resources in order to purchase their special power tile from them so yeah so on your turn you're going to be doing this over and over again until um one of two end game conditions are met uh one condition is that the time tracker so there's this set number of rounds that you will play in a two, three, four, or five player game. There's a set number of rounds that you play. If you ever run out of time, the game will end. Or before that happens, if somebody gets all of their trains to the West Coast. Cool. If somebody gets all their trains to the West Coast, the game will also end. If I do end up getting my train to the West Coast, you also get a bonus. Not only do you can you score the victory points that are on those end game, uh, those West Coast tiles, but you also get to retire your train and you can get to take a bonus. Like there's a uh, bonus where it's like, hey, take a wild resource and two whistles if you uh, if you end up getting there. Okay. Uh, am, I, am I I'm just just looking at my thing. Am I if I'm if I'm necessarily missing anything? No, it's, so we're going to just do that. You're going to be collecting these shares, dropping off these goods to uh, score some points. And then once the t game ends is you collect you collect your victory points and then pretty much do the typical euro add them up and who's got the most wins add, add them up who gives me you have most if you have the most in a certain uh, share i mentioned you get 15 points oh uh, with with your hand of tiles if you are left with a special tile left in your hand at the end you lose 10 points oh so if you weren't able to get it played you're going to actually get penalized for holding on to a special tile in your hand cool um yeah and then yeah typical trading if you have extra resources left over they're worth a couple points here and there at at the very end all right you ready to hit us with some opinions man sure thing so the box is a very beautifully designed box it's very elegant it's a big bright white so it's your standard ticket to ride size box but it really stands out of the shelf because there's not too many boxes that are like almost like pure white from the side yeah that box pops like like it, it, it really stands art, out art wise from the shelf yeah yeah the components are very well done it's the night it's the nice cardboard that bezier likes to use mm. the nice thick cardboard um they they went with an interesting color choice um very pastel colors for their trains yeah some some of them are actually quite hard to distinguish of whose is whose especially between the uh 
they chose like this pastel pink and this pastel orange. Oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Those ones were, and the blue and the green are very close together as well. So it's a, it was a very interesting color choice. I, I understand why they went with it because it really matches the aesthetic. Yeah. Of, of of the rest of the tiles and everything that's on the game, it was just uh, they're they're if you are troubles distinguishing between colors, the the, the trains are very hard to distinguish between. Um, other than that, the tiles were very nice. They, they fit very nicely together in this board. Like what you do is you actually build a border mm -hmm. and then all the tiles get placed inside of that border. And they're the, the same kind of uh, hex size suburbia tiles. Yeah. And, and they, they, they fit very, yeah. very beautifully within this. There's very little like, Oh, if I, if I bump the, the border the, the hexes go flying everywhere no that, that's that, that's not what happens oh yeah now like i'm, I'm looking at some it. images and everything looks like it locks in nicely yeah. surprisingly it does which yeah. was which is really 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 good um the rule book i i i can't stand it, 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 it it's atrocious <laughs> If, if I have, if I, if I have one big complaint about this game, it's the rule book. Yeah, I, it is so hard to follow for my ADD brain. I could not, after reading it once, I was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I know what everything does. It, it outlines everything, like all the special tiles, what they do, what all the special powers are, how they're used. That's fantastic. Okay, what, am I, what am I supposed to do on my turn? I had no idea the first read through. Here's the metrics on a rule book. Did you stop reading and then go to YouTube? I didn't stop reading. I read the whole thing. Okay. I read the whole thing three times. You're stubborn, aren't you? After about three times, I had a good idea in quotation marks yeah. of what I was supposed to do. And then I watched a video and I'm like, okay, now it makes sense. All right. I So it, it it could have flowed a little bit better and it so could have made, maybe if they included a few um like a player exam like play examples see yeah and i like those yeah i like to to see what you know you read the you read the rules and then and then you're trying to interpret that in your head and create scenarios in your head of the likelihood where that would happen yeah and i like when rule books put that right there with you and go yeah. oh so there is no I'll, I'll explain my 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 yeah. first, so my very first play of this game when we were playing it, we had interpreted as you take you're in a round you're going to take four actions, so I play an action, next player plays an action, we just kind of go around until everybody has taken four actions. That's not actually what you do. Is one player takes all four actions, then the next player takes four actions, next player takes four actions, next player takes four actions, progress the round marker. So it's not it's not the I take one 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 it's I take four actions all the way around. So we didn't get that through the first playthrough, and then all of a sudden, oh, I I saw a video. I'm like, oh wait, what what? Why are they taking all their actions at the same time? Oh, that's what they meant. Now, did and then reflecting back on the game, did the game still have a nice play for you or? It's it's a much different game, a much different game. <laughs> if you, it's if really you different take, when you use the rules. <laughs> it's a much different game if you just take one action at a time, rather than taking four actions at a time. Like you can do a lot more, <laughs> and, and there's and there's a lot less blocking. Uh, so. okay, funny. All right, so 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 that leads well into the game system and style. <laughs> well, it, well, okay so game system and style <laughs> i still love playing this game oh cool once once we got it down like this is my i would put it as this is my go-to um teaching somebody how to do pick up and deliver okay so we've got a regular uh friends that come over and this is a game that they really enjoy like they've really were like their introductory um board gaming couple they all they ever have played is like They've only just played Ticket to Ride. <laughs> They've only ever played King of Tokyo, like those types of things. I'm like, oh, let's, let's, I'm going to give you an, another next little step forward. And they love this game. They, oh, they nice. always request, like, oh, are we going to play that train game? I'm like, Ticket to Ride. They're like, no, 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 the other one, the other one, the good one. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> and so, yeah, so, we, so I play it. So I introduced them to uh, this. And so this was also their gateway into the next time that they came over i taught them railways of the world 
Oh well, yeah. And they 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 picked up Railways of the World right away because they're like, oh, this is kind of like that whistle stop game, but it's just uh, got a lot more moving pieces. And I was like, yeah, so I'm I, that's what I'm going to use this for now. Um, the game system, I really enjoy Suro. I love that puzzle of the the pathways, and I get the same satisfaction in whistle stop trying to map out my routes and spatial reasoning to, yeah yeah and i'm absolutely. using i'm using the tiles in my hand to try to plan out my route to a, and but then jen she's building a route I'm like ooh, her route and my route can connect and oh i can actually get more, a little bit more efficient if i go through her tiles as well so i was like yeah i get that nice satisfaction the big thing about the gameplay that kind of irks me a little bit is that the uh the, the shares mm -hmm. that you can purchase are very powerful and if you can monopolize in two or three shares which is very easy to do um you're gonna run away with the you're gonna run away with this game and uh when i played down special tiles and i can give myself access to some of these uh these share companies and other people are not going to have access to them, that's going to give me a big advantage. What we've seen in games is that if you monopolize in these certain shares, um, you're you're going to have a really good chance at winning. Now, are experienced players going to recognize this and balance this? Um, maybe. I'm not quite 100% sure because what we've, what we've always seen is that somebody is going to, once they see, oh, there's these uh, tiles, once they start coming out onto the board, uh, people just kind of know, oh, man, I have to go get myself some shares in some companies because that person's obviously going to get that company. Well, we have no chance of getting that company. We need to go also go get so that if everybody can get a share in one company, yeah, then it's going to be fair. But as soon as somebody runs away and gets two shares, three shares in multiple companies, they have a good chunk. So there is a... Once once the race begins for shares, it, it gets ruthless. Oh, okay, okay. But we now, but we have but we have seen that. Now is now does this tie into the idea of our our unique mechanism, or do you have something to to explore? Um, not really for this one. For the unique mechanism was just the 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 building of these multiple pathways. <laughs> Um, yeah, build, building, building this, building the Suro board, like Suro, I'm not sure. Yeah. Suro did it first, Yeah, but in a, in a different light, like this, they took a pickup and deliver where you built the, you, you built the board. You don't know where the stops are. Well, and this is kind of, and I'm just putting this together um, with the clank, how the mechanism seemed well into the theme where this spatial reasoning um Suro pathway as we're going to call it does it blend and mesh seamlessly with this theme yeah because you still feel like you are laying down the track to go from the east coast to the west coast you are building that and other people can come and use that track as well so you do feel like you are building a pathway from the east coast to the west coast um yeah and then build buying buying shares in certain companies along the way like the way that they handled it in this game is a very simplistic way of now there yeah. is there is a there is a mechanism like it's very easy for people to tie with the amount of shares and so what the tiebreaker is is whoever purchased a share first okay wins wins the tiebreaker like they're they're numbered so if you have the lowest number you get you get the tiebreaker type cool. type deal so there is bonuses of being able to be the first person to get it um Brian, yeah. the big question is does this all connect it connects together it's a good it's a pickup and delivery game it uh <laughs> i'm going forward uh, i'm gathering a whole bunch of resources i can do multiple things with those resources um the buying of the special power tiles is kind is it's kind of unique as well too because they kind of just give you them and then once I have a power tile, you can actually come along and steal it away from me at some point in time in the game if you're willing to give up the resources. Um, yeah, it's a pick up and deliver. Try to score as many points as possible. It works very elegantly. It's not a heavy game at all. It's barely a medium weight game. I would put this in a lighter category, which is okay. It, it, it introduces people to a new genre 
of, of, of tabletop games. Like I would say, this would be a very good introductory to the pick up and deliver. Like I said, I used it and they they were able to pick up Railways of the World um, night, nights afterwards very, very easily based off of what they learned in this game. Oh, cool. Because uh, this is blending so well into your conclusions because you're, you're pretty much declaring that this is necessary for the you know next level gaming kind of thing isn't it yeah this this goes so this isn't on this isn't on the top shelf but this is definitely <laughs> on this is definitely on the shelf it's on my it's supporting that top shelf yeah it's it's <laughs> in my it's on my shelf where i have like my i have my dominion i have stone age i have ticket to ride and this game fits right into that uh that wheelhouse of introductory mechanisms Whereas Stone Age introduces people to the worker placement thing, yeah. um, Ticket to Ride introduces you to that set collecting. This one is the, my my go to pick up and deliver uh, gateway game. Nice. So nice. It, it fits right there. It's it's a it's a staple. It's not top shelf. It's not going to come out all the time, but when it does, it serves its purpose. I still have fun with it. I still like exploring strategies of trying to get all my, I've yet to do it. I've yet to get all of my trains over to the West coast. I've never done it. So it's and still, I, a, it's still a challenge for you to play too, though. I said one time, one time nice. I'm going to get all my trains over to the West coast. I'm going to, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that <laughs> strategy. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to ask the question that, uh, that a lot of people are thinking in their brain is, is does your wife beat you at this game? <laughs> surprisingly, no. Surprise, surprisingly, I, I have a good track record um, on on this game. Uh, I, I I've been very sneaky, as in I pay attention to the number of shares people own, and then usually within the last couple rounds, I go and I snatch up and I sneak, snatch up um, enough shares so that I become the majority stakeholder in, in in multiple things and then i skyrocket around the the the, the, the victory point track at the very end because i've i've sniped away their <laughs> their their majorities i really appreciate how you got really quiet and sneaky when you <laughs> answered that question it was I must, awesome <laughs> i must be wear i must be wearing sneakers for yeah. sneaking I'm, I'm being i'm being a shyster i'm being sneaky <laughs> Uh, this is one, this is one of those games where it, don't let know, my wife hear me. This is one of those games you know me all too well. If I get quiet, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a TI four story right there. If Ryan, Ryan hasn't quiet. said anything in twenty minutes, everybody dogpile. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm guessing that I, this is uh, this is just from what you've been saying. This is a game that I want to want to play because um, it it might be just that same thing for my collection too about having that that game that supports that next level gaming for certain people yeah cool cool yeah. and it goes right along with all my other bezier games my, yeah. my suburbia my castles of mad king whistle stop is right there they put out fantastic productions oh yeah i'm always happy when uh, when i play some uh, uh some suburbia i love that game that's a different oh. story though <laughs> we've already talked about suburbia on past episodes yeah, uh, in the classroom too, I think. So yes, yeah. and, and into the classroom. Well, there we go. Um, that uh, that's been a long, long you know, hiatus. Uh, uh, to I'm glad we got to the mic, and I'm glad we got to talk about some games. Um, you, so, what, what are you looking forward to playing next? Um, I don't know. Give um, me one. Just give me one. I'm looking forward to play. I want to get 1812 onto the table, uh, the invasion of Canada. That's an Academy games game. And Ooh, uh, nice. yeah, cause there's um, I, I'm already thinking about uh, next school year where, how I want to incorporate that into my, into my history class. So I want to get, uh, I want to get some of their, their games into my brain so I can, you know, process it from an instructional designer point of view. So that's, that's what I want to start focusing on you. Um, I'm going to go a little bit uh, on on the heavier end because I've I've been talking to Jeff, our wonderful sponsor Jeff from Amazing Stories, and he's itching to get Lisboa played. <gasps> I'm, in. I'm in. I'm in. He wants to play it so bad. I have the Kickstarter copy. Um, I've been itching to get that back to the table because I've only ever I've only ever just played it solo. 
And so uh, to play with some actual human beings would actually be very, very helpful. So yeah, uh, I, I think that might happen in the in the near future. Here, I'm going to get Lisboa with uh, with Jeff, and then obviously you're 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 going to drop whatever you're doing to come in and. Oh yeah, for Vital, absolutely. And I'm sure we're gonna in the community we're gonna find a fourth person, no man. Oh yeah, along, along the way. Oh yeah. So that's that sounds awesome. Um, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap this up very politely and very uh, apologetically. Sorry for taking too much of your time, people. <laughs> I, 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 I believe the next episode won't take as long yeah. to come yeah. There won't be any, no, like four to five week hiatus in between. Yeah. I think, I don't even know what it was. We'll, four weeks. we'll still apologize for it though. Well, well, exactly. We have to. <laughs> so on the, on that, uh, on that note, uh, I'm your host, Norm. I've been Ryan. And we'll catch you later. We are Bridge City Board Gamers, and you can find us on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter at BC Board Gamers. Our Facebook page is Saskatoon Tabletop Games Community. And on Board Game Geek, guild number 3039.